You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 57, Hotels and Mold. Is it really a concern? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, today we're talking about hotels and mold. What's the connection? <laughs> a lot of uh, hotels we know that we've stayed in have mold issues. Um, it's uh, we, Whenever we talk about this, we always say that I take pictures and then I never never post them anywhere. But maybe one of these days I'll post them on, uh, on Facebook. But it's pretty much, wouldn't you say, pretty much every hotel we stay in, except for where did we stay in Vegas last time? The Palazzo. Yeah. There was no mold there. That was an awesome hotel. Expensive hotel. <laughs> beyond that, we, we typically always find issues. And ironically, on top of mold issues, which is caused by water, we usually see structural cracking that's not normal. Yeah. And I just like, it's funny because I like to point it out to you because I'm, I'm a nerd that way and just pay attention to it. Well, and, and how it is, I mean, I know a lot of people think about, okay, hotels and mold, I only take my family to Disneyland or Disney World one week out of the year, so that can't really affect me. But speak to people who travel all the time for work, people who... Well, whether you actually travel a lot or just every once in a while, um, let's just, let's go back to your, we only go to Disneyland once a year, but you're staying there for a week. And your body obviously is not used to that mold issue because let's say you don't have one at home. It, mold can have long-term health effects. Um, it's not very... Even with short-term exposure? Yes. Wow. Yep. So, wow. So it's... Um, mold is just something you don't have to... You don't have to have chronic exposure to it for it to affect you. So it can have um, permanent effects. I don't know if we've talked about it much, but there's that 2020 special they did years ago. Let's see, years ago. It's probably been 15 years ago that the... Um, 
it was a husband and wife, and then they had, I think, an eight-year-old boy. They bought this ginormous house. Um, to me, it looked like it was out in the country. But anyhow, they had mold concerns, and the mold inspector didn't really know what he was doing. The mold mitigation contractor didn't really know what he was doing. Well, at the end of the day, the wife was the only one that wasn't affected by it. The son had, um, his was temporary, so luckily, he had... Um, the typical mold sickness symptoms, um, irritability, all that stuff. Well, the husband actually has permanent memory loss from it. And it, if I remember right, I looked into this probably a year or so ago. I Googled it. The house is still just sitting vacant because nobody knows what to do with it, which I'd say at this point, you probably just light a match and burn it. So I guess my point is, is Short-term exposure can actually have permanent negative health effects. Most people don't think about that. Exactly. So, so that's really important to know when thinking about where you're staying for even a week vacation right. or a three-day exactly. vacation. And people people that travel more, I know this is going to sound crazy. Let's just say you are a business person that you're traveling pretty much all the time, except for a weekend, right? You're always moving. If you're moving day to day... You know, you fly into Atlanta one day and then fly down to Florida one day and then up to New York. You're always moving, which I think would be more more beneficial, wouldn't you? Because then you're, ex- you're, not, you're not exposing yourself constant. You're not exposing yourself to that concentration exactly. of, yeah. okay. You, the likeliness of having exposure to certain mold types that maybe your body doesn't like, I think it's, it's less likely if you're actually... You keep moving. Keep moving. Okay, that makes sense. So then what are people looking for when they go to stay in a hotel in terms of mold? So I do, um, I like to obviously be the first one to go and look in the bathroom and make sure. And I don't, I I just do it because it's just curiosity. But let's just say you have your family. You know, I I would say before anybody goes into the bathroom, have the adult go in there, make sure there's no visible mold or anything that you think could be harmful. you can obviously visibly see it, look for water stains, and you can also smell it. So um, the newer hotels these days, I think they use a lot more metal. Um, uh, the floors are concrete, so that means the floor and the ceiling for sound purposes. So the most likely spot you would see it is in the bathroom. And it's always that wall adjacent to the tub okay. for some reason. So should somebody be concerned if they don't find any mold, any visible signs of mold in their hotel room, but they see it like we did in the ceiling of a hotel, the main area of a hotel? Is it a concern if it's in the major areas, but not in your room? Right. I would say, obviously, any mold is a concern. Um, Like the one you're talking about, I believe it was... was, um, I think it was around Christmas time because they were doing a Christmas party yes, down there. Yes, that's, right. that's right. But it was a, I don't even know what they call it, you know, the technical term, but it was just one huge open area and the ceiling went clear to the top of the hotel. And so the the water stains we saw were clear up at the top. Now that doesn't mean it's not harmful to anybody, but I would imagine that where it was in comparison to having it in a room, a room's obviously a confined space. You know, I don't even know what a hotel room is, what, 200, 300 square feet? Yeah, I don't know. Versus that huge um, lobby area. So it's a concern, but on the other hand, I don't think, I personally wouldn't be that concerned about it. But if you really start having negative health effects immediately, start getting headaches, uh, watery eyes, stuffy nose or anything like that, then, yeah, I, I would address it. But 
to address it, you'd pretty much have to leave. Exactly. If that makes sense. So, and and I say a lot to say, sometimes people think, well, I stay at really uh, pricey hotels, so they shouldn't have mold problems. Well, we stay at really pricey hotels and we've seen mold problems. Yeah, the one you're talking about was... Exactly. We got a good deal for some reason that night. But yeah, it's typically, it's it's one of your higher uh, hotel chains. And yeah, they just, once again, I think... First and foremost, the people that are there that run the place, the maintenance guy, they're just not informed. They don't understand what that can do to everybody's health. And so I think that, you know, I don't know, this is just speculation that, you know, let's say the maintenance guy sees that water stain or the manager does. Well, the maintenance guy's like, okay, I'm going to go up on the roof and see what's causing it. Nine times out of 10, especially on a commercial building, it's probably a flat roof. And they just, you know, get a patch and just patch it. And they more or less keep watching that water stain. And in their eyes, as long as it doesn't get worse, it's okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I just think a lot of it's just ignorance. They just don't know any better. They just think, well, it's just a water stain. So if ignorance is is something that just runs really high because people aren't, they don't have enough awareness about mold to really understand it. How do you, as the consumer staying in a hotel, actually address the issue with management at the hotel? And that's the thing is you have to address it. You have to address it, obviously, in a in a manner not like, well, hey, you know, this mold specialist on, on a podcast said that I have to do this, this, and this. Don't throw me under the bus. But you do need to address it in a manner of just, you know, as acting as if you're informed. You don't want to... We've talked about this before. Even me with my certifications, I can see mold, but I can't put it on paper and call it mold. Mm -hmm. I have to send it off to a lab. So don't act like you're the mold specialist. And like I said, even me as a specialist, I can't do that. Just say, hey, you know, I follow this guy. I've read his books. Um, You know, they do podcasts. And that water stain means that there's moisture intrusion that happened at some point, and that can cause a mold concern. Or I see what I think is visible mold in my motel room. You know, hey, I have I have asthma or some autoimmune disorder. You know, I, I don't think it's safe. So just talk to them about it, not in a you-know-what-all kind of fashion, if that makes sense. But just say, hey, you know, we have a concern. Is there any way you could move us to a different room? Or if you're in a cheap hotel, <laughs> all the rooms are probably similar. But address it with the manager. And if they can't accommodate you, then... It's once again when I when I tell my clients they say well do we have to vacate the home I always say yeah it's what's it worth your health or staying and you have to make that decision when you're in a hotel room. Well, and don't you think that the we've talked about this a lot the approach is everything. Uh, don't you think people should come from the standpoint of being curious rather than accusatory? I mean, you're really good with handling clients right. who come at you in mold mitigation situations from an accusatory standpoint. But if you actually want the hotel to work with you, shouldn't you be asking questions in a more curious fashion rather than accusing right. them of something? Right. And and so that's a great way to, to, to put it because you can you can call the front desk and say, hey, you know, I don't know that much about mold, but I know what mold looks like. And then I think what we have in our in our bathroom, in our room is a mold concern. You know, do you think it could be harmful to us? Well, this is obviously, once again, just speculation, but maybe the front desk person has no clue about it 
or they say, oh, molt's just normal. Once you pose that question to them, I would think for, for liability concerns, they would say, hey, uh, room 220 called and said they have a concern. Because for them, and this is what's tough about a hotel, and it, it, to me it seems it's comparable to having landlords. But in a hotel, they kind of look at you as, well, you're only going to be here for a couple days. And then you're going to go. Mm-hmm. And it's just a cycle. And so if they choose, if they're not a good hotel, they just choose to ignore it. Because they figure <laughs> if and when you come back, you're not going to be in room 220 to see this mold issue. And normally what they would do, it's kind of funny talking about that. And you can totally tell when paint's peeling, you can tell they just send the maintenance guy in there and he just tries to paint over that water stain. Well, if you don't fix what was causing it, the water's still going to keep coming in. And ironic thing about most molds, uh, if you paint over it, Unless you put five coats, probably, of, of uh, paint on there, it'll kind of bleed through, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes that makes total sense. And just going back to the approach, because I think a lot of people are afraid to ask questions, especially in a situation like a hotel. But we've seen people go to the front desk of hotels, and they are really not nice to the right. front desk people. Right. And so you're shooting the messenger, <laughs> but then you're also not getting what you want because of the way that you've approached those people. Right. And we talk about approach all the time with certain situations. And once again, if you approach those people, you know, and like you said, we've stood there when these people are sitting there screaming at the, the desk clerk and it's like, well, it's not her fault. Or And I'll be honest with you, I had a situation where I wasn't yelling at the lady, but I was not happy. Mm-hmm. But I was very professional with her. And, and once again, because it, it's approach. If you attack someone right off the bat, we all naturally, if we feel like we're getting attacked, we're going to hit back. And so it is easier to just say, hey, you know, can you maybe send a guy up to look at it? But keep in mind, and I guess that's what I meant earlier about the, the maintenance guy, I'm not being disparaging to the maintenance people, but they probably don't know. I've seen it in apartment complexes quite often where tenants have mold concerns and they send in their maintenance guy. Well, we talk about even general contractors aren't even qualified to do molds. So what makes you think your maintenance guy can do it? He's he's a handyman. Yeah. So yeah, approach is it's huge. And like I said, it's um, you know, if, if you feel that you're you're staying at a slum hotel, your best bet is to just say, Hey, I want my money back and go somewhere else. Exactly. But it goes back to what I love to say. You get what you pay for. That's you you do what you pay for. <laughs> if you want that sixty dollar <laughs> night room, that's what you're gonna get. Exactly. So and so, like you always say, how much is your, your health worth? Exactly. Yep. And it's something, you know, we we have courses on Udemy, and I try, and, and I do the same thing in the books and the same thing in the podcast, is I, I try to inform people. That's my number one thing, is we want to educate. If you don't know about it, then you don't know there's a problem. So, you know, go to Udemy and take, take we have several courses. I keep working on doing more. Um, they're not very expensive. You can book a consultation. There's all sorts of things you can do from, from your end, as far as the consumer to be informed. And that's the biggest thing is, is being informed. And, and I think it's also good. You talked about this earlier, but I think it's good to hit home. Yes. Do the Udemy courses and listen to the podcast, but listening to the podcast should not put you in a position to go to the front desk of the hotel and say, I've listened to this podcast and yeah, this Udemy yeah. course and I'm an expert because you've actually had people in big mold jobs try to behave as if they're the expert or their children are the expert. Yeah. And 
that never goes very well when you're when you're in the room with an expert trying to tell them that they don't right that they're not the expert right and it's um you know I've had it happen quite often uh you know of one situation you were sitting there and I was very professional I didn't unload on the person and I remember when we left you were like wow you handled that very well exactly because it's it's sad because I you know it's funny I always say I call them weekend warriors <laughs> These are the guys, and I know, you know, everybody has different careers and expertise, but I always call these weekend warriors, they're the people that they know somebody that knew somebody, or they have an uncle that built homes, they think that they know it all. And, you know, those kinds of people, and the problem is, is they get themselves in more trouble by thinking that they know more than what they do. Maybe they watched a YouTube thing that said, you know, you can just treat uh, mold with kill or uh, with bleach. It kills the mold. Um, it's just those types of people, you know, it's funny when they sit there and they try to question, you know, why we do what we do as professionals. And I try to give them the proper answer, but they still don't want to see it. Exactly. And for me, I just look at that and I'm just like, well, you know, not sure why you hired us if you don't trust us. But on the other hand, it makes no sense, especially from business side, to try to argue with people like that. I just say, well, okay. Well, and, and just to circle back around again, I think the, the essence of what you've always said about approach is when you feel like there's a mold problem in a hotel room, always look at the hotel personnel as they're the experts at their hotel. They understand the hotel. They know how many rooms are in the hotel. The manager understands the capacity of the hotel. And you're an expert on what's best for your health. And if you approach the other person as being equal, you're an expert on your health and what your family needs. They're an expert on the hotel. Then you give them the proper respect of being an expert on the hotel. And you'll get a lot more from them than if you speak down to them. Exactly. And it it's... You know, I, I guess for me, and I, I tell every, you know, I try to treat people this way all the time as far as our clients. And I say, you're an expert in what you do. Exactly. I'm an expert in what I do. And I'm not going to stand there and say, no, you're doing this programming wrong or whatever, because I have no clue about it. Yeah. So, so it is, it's like you said, approach is huge. And you can't, you don't call them up from your hotel room, screaming at the front desk, claiming I'm, I already have headaches or this exactly. and that. I mean, you sound absurd at that point, and they're more or less going to be like, we need to get this clown out of our hotel, period. So make sure that your approach is done properly. And on top of that, if 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 you're somebody who has, let's say, children who have autoimmune issues or you have an autoimmune issue, and now you've listened to this and you're kind of worried about where you're going to stay and what you're going to do, will your consultation be something where they could just maybe get a deeper understanding of this more so than they could from this episode, develop a plan. I mean, right. can they do that? Definitely. And that, like I say about the uh, consults, you're going to trust me. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can to get to the bottom of your issues. I want to educate you. I want you to feel comfortable once we get off that call. Not that you're going to know it all, but you're going to understand things a lot better. You know, you're, you're maybe I'll, I'll convince you that grading and drainage is really important, not just for mold, but for structural reasons. So, so yeah, the consults are, you know, like you said, th- these podcasts are what, 15, 20 minutes. The consult is 90 minutes. Focused and, on them. Exactly. It's not just you and I talking and trying to educate for them. It's their consult. It's personalized to them. Plus 
we get a, you know, we have them fill out a questionnaire. So this is all based on their issues right there. Because every home's different. Absolutely. And every hotel is different. Exactly. So remember, you get what you pay for. That's true. If you want a cheap consultant or free consultations, that's the kind of information you're going to get. And that's why I don't give out free consultations. So if you want something valuable, you're going to have to pay for it. Very well said. And there you have it. Thank you guys for listening. Please share this episode with people who you know travel and who have never even thought about mold and hotels in the same sentence. We'll talk to you later. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.